Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com. Yo, 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 this is Anya Royale on Popolitikin. You guys can check me out on all social media platforms. Check my new music out on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Spotify, on every digital network. And you can also see my brand new video, Confused, on YouTube.
Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for music, me, self-help, personal development. Make sure you go to Spotify. You can listen to our podcast there. We're on Our Heart Radio. We're on iTunes Podcasts. Um, anyway, you listen to podcasts, we're there. I'm now politicking with the lovely Annette Royale. I said your name right? I don't want to say it wrong. No, it's Annette Royale. Annette. My yep. bad. Annette Royale. <laughs> My bad. How you doing today? I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm wonderful. So the first thing, I just want to talk about your hometown. Let us know where you're from. Okay. Um, originally from San Bernardino, California. The Dino. I, the Dino. The IE, the Inland Empire. How was it growing up out there? It was actually pretty cool, you know. I mean, it's a pretty diverse community, you know. Yeah, was it middle middle class? Well, that's where I lived, yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, and talk about your background a little bit. Let us know how long you've been in music, what got you into it. Um, I've been singing pretty much all my life, but I think seriously, I probably didn't really take it that serious until I won my first talent show. I think I was 15 or something like that. I, you know, you, you think you got a voice, but you really don't know how good it is until other people hear it and, you know, or like, okay, girl, what you really doing? Um, and then, uh, I got signed to No Limit Records pretty young too. Um, uh, that was my first record deal. I was actually found by... Nope. I could say Snoop Dogg and his dad. When his dad managed me, I was at Snoop's uh, Snoop's house. Um, his uh, cousin, his first cousin, is my god sister, and so I just so happened to be there at the right time, I guess, and um, got called to the carpet to do something when I really didn't want to, but you know there it was, and um, from there um, they took me to meet uh, Master P on the uh, I got the hookup uh, uh, movie s- um, stage. And um, sang for him, and next thing I know, was on a flight to New Orleans. So you're a No Limit Soldier. I was. Not yeah, no I actually, <laughs> that's cool because I actually had a fiend on the show. I had a Rico from Sons of Funk. So I'm a big No Limit fan. Was you on the like? Would you used to do like the background for the um some of the songs or? No, I've never done background for anybody. I've always been, you know, just a, a recording artist myself. But no, I haven't done any any backgrounds or hooks for any of them. I mean, but, so what happened with that? It, just, just was- it was just a short period of time that I was actually even on the label. Um, what happened with that is kind of what happens sometimes with a lot of artists. You know, you get signed to a deal and then nothing really happens, you know, um, for whatever reason. But, you know, I continued writing and um, I started, uh, someone asked me to write for Paige Heard from Everybody Hates Chris when she got signed to Cash Money. I uh, worked with a couple of Swedish uh, producers um, that were working on her project. Um, and then, you know, then I kind of got back into the whole music thing myself. Okay. So pushed into I'm liking it. <laughs> so what do you love about music? Um, I like the whole... Uh, create uh, creativity behind the music. Honestly, I mean, I love writing. I know that there's a lot of artists that just really want to sing and that's it. But I like the production of it. Um, I like the writing. I like the arrangement of it. I like the performing of it. I like it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to your Instagram. I saw you trying to sing my song the other day. That's 
Oh, you're the best part. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said I tried. If you love me, won't you say? Because I'm only waiting. Now I'm messing with you. That's my song, though. I really like that That's, song, too. You know what? I don't really appreciate you saying I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, no, I liked it. It was cool. I, I like that song a lot. I so do, I, too. How would you describe your style as a singer? I am R&B. I mean, I am the heart and soul of R&B. I mean, I never really took my mind away from it. You know, they say, oh, you know, R&B is dead. I don't really believe that. I really believe um, that R&B is in a lot of other styles of music as well. Um, but hardcore R&B, you know, that, well, I kind of grew up in the 90s. So the 90s uh, vibe, I believe, is coming back. But I believe that it's also going to be different, you know. Um, so I would basically say that I am R&B and probably a little pop. Well, did you hear what, uh, I know it's been Stephanie Mills and Eric Benet. They're basically saying like the mainstream, they want R&B, but they don't want R&B from black artists. So that's what you notice. It's like Adele, Justin Timberlake, I Sam see Smith. I see it. I see it. <laughs> I mean, if you look, if you look at some of the, um, uh, the Asian uh, culture too. I mean, you have a lot of them doing it over there in Japan and, and things like that, but they don't want to see it from black people. But guess what? They going to see it from black people. I'm yeah, because it's, it's ours. How they going to try to take our shit and try to run with it? <laughs> it's not happening. There's too many of us to let that happen, right? <laughs> so how do you, um, far as your, when you create songs, how does that, how does that process work? Um, my process is pretty simple. Um, you know, I very rarely use tracks to create my music. I already have the melody in my head. So I will write the song and then I'll go into the studio and then I'll, you know, the producer will build a track around the melody that I've already created. Um, so that just makes it easy for me um, and it makes it comfortable for me. And I'm not driven by necessarily the track you know i'm more into the feel of the song and uh, the placement of the lyrics okay and you was talking about the influences you said 90s r&b yeah hugely but you know listen um aretha franklin i mean my mom and my grandmother you know, would play those types of songs all the time. Aretha is probably, I'm a huge fan of hers. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the Aretha's and the, the my mom or, and my grandma used to play Betty Wright and Shirley Murdoch and Tina Turner. So, you know, I mean, growing up, you know, um, I would hear them play songs that weren't really in my era, but at the same time, I mean, they're rooted in me because that's when I really felt like I wanted to sing. You know, I felt like I wanted to be like them. <laughs> now, what are your current projects you're working on right now? Uh, right now, I got a couple of things going on. I am. Um, oh, I saw you had a video out. I just saw that. Got a new one that we're actually starting to shoot uh, next Friday. We start shooting uh, for another song. It's called Hey Boy. Um, but the crazy part of it is, is I got a call maybe two weeks ago from uh, someone um, that wanted to place that song possibly with Rihanna. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But we're pushing for it right now on it. Um, and then on the 25th, I am in concert with Dwelle in Las Vegas. So I'm pretty excited about that um, for probably the last two and a half, three weeks. I've uh, No, 
two and a half, three months, I've actually been um, speaking with a couple of producers from some shows that you guys know um, in relation to my music. So hopefully I will get something out there. Well, are we about to see you on Love and Hip Hop? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if I can fit. I don't think I'm a fit for that show. <laughs> So what are three things you can't live without? Music. I cannot live without music. Oh, my God. I would die. Um, family. And um, hmm, air. <laughs> we got to breathe, right? <laughs> yeah. That good air, though. That, that You talking about the endo or you talking oh, about the regular air? Okay. And on some, on some real shit. Shoes, probably. I mean... I'm a shoe fanatic, so I gotta have that. Right. And then what are some of your interests, some more of your interests outside of music? Um, I love uh fashion. Fashion is like in my next life and maybe even in this life, if if I can just put one more thing on my plate, it would be fashion. I love fashion. Um, I love the creativity of it. Um, I've done several fashion shows that, you know, either I was a um a judge or um, a panelist and um, in regards to the, the creativity of it. I like charity. I love doing things for charity, um, especially the American Diabetes Association. A lot of people um, that follow me probably don't know, but I always like to share that I'm type 1 diabetic and I have been since I was four years old. And so part of my inspiration is also um, to let children that live with that disease the same way that I did, because it's different than type two. It's yeah. not, you know, a matter of, OK, you know, you got to lose some weight or there's something blocking the production of insulin. It's just that your pancreas doesn't create any insulin at all. So, um, you know, being a kid, you know, you always got these horrible things about diabetes and you can't do this and you can't do that. Well, I'm going to know you can yeah. <laughs> i'm an adult you know i'm thriving i've lived with it i've had some struggles with it of course you know like all of us do but at the end of the day um that is probably my the biggest charity that i support um because i live with it who better than to represent it than myself yeah i mean say i know uh because i was reading name dash's book i know he has type two so yeah the difference yeah. is like do you still gotta take like you gotta take shots and stuff or yeah, type 2, you don't necessarily have to take insulin. Type 1, you have to take insulin. You know, so you have to give yourself um, injections every day, multiple times a day, depending on what you eat and your activity. So, you you know, in essence, you kind of live in a bubble. You know, and ev any and everything can affect that from stress to other sicknesses, you know, that you may have, like the flu. Um, but, you know, I've been pretty lucky, you know, to... Um, be able to cope and live with it and live a pretty normal life, you know, with it. That's good. It's good. Yeah. So what you, you, I mean, you mentioned that, but what are some other things you do far as like self-help, personal development, um, just growth as a person? Growth as a person? Let's say that again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like personal development. What's some things you do? Development of myself. Mm -hmm. other... Yeah. Development of myself. Huh? Um, Other than singing and fashion and, and uh, doing philanthropic things, um, development for myself is 
you know, like I said, also still giving back to my community and um, being a part of whatever businesses that they have going on, um, whatever events that they have going on. Because I think that a lot of times, you know, when you, you get so busy and some people think they so high up that, you know, what they can be involved in uh, in the dreams and um, the uh, creativity of, of other people's uh, events. Um, and I'm a firm believer that I, you know, I just like to support everybody. Um, I like, it's a part, it's a part of me too, because I feel like when you give to other people, they're also, you know, receptive in getting to know you and also supporting you as well. And what do you uh, see yourself like three to five years from now as far as your career? Um, my career still on the up. Like I don't, I don't see a, I don't see an end. I don't see a plateau because even after the performance part of my career, I still see my music itself thriving because like I said, I am a writer and I'm not one of those writers that's like, okay, that's my music. You can't nobody saying it. No, you know, I'm doing this for the love of music and not just for the love of myself, but the love of music in general. So, and from five years from now, I see myself, um, have had or receiving, uh, a Grammy. <laughs> um, claim it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, being an icon. You're going to win the Grammy, you're going to give me a shout out. I'm going to give you a shout out. All right. Pope ticket. person ain't going to forget nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. I, humble, uh, that's me. So, yeah, I see myself winning a Grammy. Uh, American Music Award, you know, they don't see many of us on there, but, <laughs> oh. um, you know, that's what I see, uh, you know, being recognized for what I do, um, but not just for my music. I also want to be recognized for all of the other things that I do as well. Like I said, the philanthropic things and charity and all of that stuff, like, I, you know. And then you was talking about, you, you was talking about the kind of like the old school R&B, but I mean, we have a lot of like the new school talent. It's different. Mm -hmm. But what do you it's, think about the new school? Um, to be honest with you, there are some artists like I love her. Yeah, that's know? my that's my favorite love, one. But you know what? I think that um she still got that you know that that she still R and B. You know, she still has that feel. You know, I like the artists that make me feel their music. I can close my eyes and I can feel what they're saying. Um, and if I see them perform, if I couldn't hear, I could still feel it through my sight. Yeah. And I feel like she does that for yeah. me. I yeah. just my thing with like the new people, it's like I don't know, like Whitney, when she sung, you felt it like yeah. it came from her gut, it came from somewhere else. Like, where did that come from? That note right yeah. there. Or like Mariah's like, what the hell? So I don't yeah. be hearing too many new cats with that. It's they coming don't. from their soul. <laughs> I mean, you they know, be on that Janet Jackson, like kind of whispering, singing. Yeah, uh, I like singers, you know, like I said, you know, I was singing, you know, at four years old songs that, you know, from people that my grandma listened to, like, you know, Aretha Franklin and mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I never chose those easy songs. I always chose the big songs because those are the songs that I felt. But then who I do like a lot. I think it's kind of the reason why it's like that now is Drake. Cause I think how Drake is switching back and forth, so then more R and B artists is doing that. But yeah, because rap is is where you know, quote unquote, they feel like it's at. So it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a, a, a go between, you know, between hip hop and R and B. You know, it's kind of a hybrid, is what I would call it. So yeah, I think Drake really started a trend that has resonated for. 
a lot of people that are in R&B right now. So, yeah. You say you be rapping too? No, I don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear me rap. <laughs> what advice would you give to a, a new artist just starting? A new artist that's starting, there will be so many doors that will close, honey. But at the end of the day, it's really about how bad you really want this for yourself. And um, with those doors, the right one will open as long as you continue um, to go after your dream. You know, I mean, nobody can tell you you can't do it. I mean, but yourself, the only thing that is stopping you from getting there is yourself. So and when you quit, you got to start all over again. So just keep going. What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? My fans and supporters, I appreciate you guys. Um, I have a lot of fans and supporters that have been with me from day one. Um, and I could not do this without them. I mean, my video is doing really well on social media. Um, and it is really truly because of all of them. I feel like I want to touch as many people as I can while I can. I mean, Beyonce, I'm sure she would love to touch all of her fans, but she can't cause she got so many. So I'm touching mine because I still can at this moment because I know that there there will be a day that I might not be able to touch them all except for through my songs. So, And then anybody that's just now hearing about you, why should they go check your music out? They should check my music out because if you really love good music, music that you can feel, music that is timeless, music that is relatable, that's the reason why. I mean, I'm probably telling your story in one of my songs, and that's also important to me. I like real stuff. All right. So I'm going to name some artists, and you just tell me what you think about them. Okay. Mary J. Blige. Lover. One of my first talent show with uh, sing one of her songs. Tyrese. Love him. What songs do you like from Tyrese? Um, oh, goodness. What's the song? Shame. That's one of my favorite songs. Oh, I mean, because it's, you know, it's one of those heartfelt songs. I mean, when he sang that song, I felt it. So, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite songs. But I love everything Tyrese does. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Love, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I actually sang um, at, uh, whose birthday was it? It was one of their birthdays at the Zen Lounge because uh, uh, Tisha and Dwayne Martin are friends of mine. and um, So, yeah, I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, Stacey Lattisall. I like Stacey Lattisall. I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do yeah. like her. She had a hit they were sleeping on. <laughs> I like that Let Me Be Your Angel. Yep. Uh, so, when are we going to do this duet? Who, me and you? Yeah, I could do the Daniel Caesar. You could do the, the uh, her part. Yo, can you sing, though? You didn't hear me earlier? No, let's do it. Let's oh, sing. Oh, you're the best part. <laughs> we ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Yeah, definitely. I had a lot of fun with you, and I look forward to doing more. You want to tell me your social media and everything? Yes, it is Anya Royale. A double N Y E T T R O Y A L E on Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and on Instagram. It's only the number four A N N Y E T T. I like that name. It's like royalty saying you're a queen. And it's my last name for real. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Well, actually, we added the E, but it's royal. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we added. Yep.
Thank you.
The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash POAudio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.